the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Welcome to Love Never Fails Radio. Love Never Fails. Inviting you to join in the fight for love. There are millions of people who are trapped in modern day slavery. Take a stand to do something against this injustice. Join the fight against human trafficking. If you truly set love, set the captives each week, this program sheds light on the needs of vulnerable people in our community who are impacted by human trafficking, homelessness, addiction, and abuse, and celebrates the work of those who are meeting them right where they are and expressing to them that they are precious, valued, and loved. Our goal is to see this radio audience move to compassion demonstrated in acts of service, generosity, and gifts of time. Now, here's the host of Love Never Fails Radio, founder and executive director of Love Never Fails, Vanessa Russell. Thanks and welcome to Love Never Fails Radio. We are in the studio today with one of our newest leaders. Such a pleasure to have with me, Rachel Blanco. Uh, Rachel comes to us actually with a, 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 a long history, pioneering a recovery home through the Ministry of Victory Outreach, now as a program manager at Love Never Fails of our I Am Youth Art House. She is pursuing a degree in a psychology, Christian psychology, and um, she's actually lived in this recovery recovery home at Victory Outreach. And now again, she is running our I Am Youth Art House. And so we are so grateful to have you today on the show, Rachel. Welcome. Thank you. I'm happy to be here. Yes. You know, you've been with us for a couple of months now, and we're so grateful um, to have you. Um, you've brought a calm and a just a peace in the <laughs> home uh, with the staff and with the, the young ladies in the home. And we're so appreciative. And, and certainly this sense of just being willing to team uh, with everyone in their particular areas of strength. And that's something that, you know, is so important, especially when we're working with traumatized youth. And so just for the listening audience, those of you, I'm sure you've heard at little pockets here and there, but we opened a home, a youth home for girls ages 13 to 17 in August of last year. Uh, we did that because we came across, uh, I came across a young lady, 15-year-old, in May of 2020 that was in need of housing after being trafficked for about six months out of cars throughout the Bay Area. And it was then that I realized the programs that I had looked to in California to house CSEC, commercially sexually exploited children, were closed. And it was just really upsetting to learn that. And I was fortunate enough to be able to play her in a youth shelter, Dreamcatchers, who had an extension on their 21 day. Typically, they were able to hold youth for 21 days, but because of COVID, they could extend it to 90 days. So they extended it to August, and that was the impetus. 
impetus to open up our home. And we opened in August of 2020 and just made our one-year anniversary. So uh, we thought it would be a good time to bring Rachel on to talk about, you know, the journey, what's going on. We have housed five girls in the course of the last year from different walks of life, different experiences. And I just thought it would be really great to have uh, you kind of share, Rachel, first of all, what draws you, what what interests you in working with women and working with children, especially those who have been traumatized or addicted? Well, you know, what is uh, your personal interest in that particular challenge? I would say um, I never, I guess I feel like myself, I've been attracted to young women, but also an attraction to me. So I feel kind of like we're magnets toward one another because there's even times it was funny, just a situation the other day. I was like in a bad mood. I didn't want to be bothered. And somebody comes up to me and tells me, hey, there's a woman over there. And I thought there's like a hundred other people here. Why don't you go tell somebody else to talk to her? So I almost feel like we somehow we just end up together. Um, I think one thing that's really um, I really enjoy is when you begin to uh, influence these women and pour into their lives, really seeing um, just like the fruit of your work, the fruit of your labor. I think that's super rewarding because it's not easy. It's not easy uh, working with women. It's not easy working with teenagers, but just able to see um, that you've influenced their lives and that you have helped. God's used you to help um, change their lives. I think that's super um, rewarding. I have I had a girl who lived with me for um, for about a year and just this past month I celebrated my birthday and it was so special because she came and I just thought, man, we went through a lot together. I remember when I was too proud and I wanted to kick her out of my house, but um, I didn't. And um, I just think that's so special. And then even the other day too, I had a girl and she was crying and she's like, can you pray for me, Rachel? And I just thought, oh my God, like this is so worth it that that I'm, I'm able to influence them because usually I would ask her, hey, do you want me to pray for you? But this time she asked me, hey, can you pray for me? Why she was crying. So I think things like that make it uh, so rewarding and so worth it. But with women, I feel like it's not just me, but I, I feel like like God brings us together. Even the example that I gave you, even when I'm mad or it's like people are like, Rachel, can you talk to that woman? And I'm like, there's 50 other people. Like, why don't you guys talk to them? Um, but I really love the relationship. I think that's so important. The relationship that's built um, between myself and the woman, myself and the teen. I honestly never... Um, planned on working with teenagers I was a really rebellious teenager um so that was like far from my mind because I know how hard it is um but I just I love it um when I think of these girls or even women and they remind me like of newborn babies you bring in from the hospital but that's like the love that I feel toward them Mm, that's so good. Yeah, I know exactly what you mean. And it's, uh, you know, that that attraction, that assignment from the Lord that really um, becomes very evident no matter where you go. I mean, I can attest to that. I go on vacation with my husband somewhere and right there, it's like there's someone's being trafficked, right? Like we're, we're on vacation and he's like, honey, we're on vacation. And I'm like, I know, but look, <laughs> and he's like, go get her, go do yeah. this, go talk to her, go 
ministered to her. So it's a calling, you know, it's a calling, Rachel, and that's what you have. And and you know what's interesting is that um, in our home, we have a lot of women that are in the youth home. We have a lot of women that are working there that are also survivors that have lived in our homes. And so I think it's interesting that you get to be their supervisor as well. That has a whole nother you know, flair to it. So it's like you're not even, you're not just, you know, caring for the youth in the home, but you're also being supportive and helping to develop, you know, professional talent and support survivor leaders that are, um, you know, walking forward in their calling to give back and serve as well. That's pretty cool as well. I just thought of that because of your calling for women. Yeah. Yeah. So you, you know, you really started off with the women and then this opportunity came to you with the youth. Uh, What made you want to take on the youth what was there something in particular that that made you know that you you were assigned to youth as well I I wanted to take on the challenge I don't think women are easier I'm used to women I'm familiar with that so I said man I go let me take on this challenge because it's always I've always kind of just steered away from them just because in part two they intimidated me and I remember how I was when I was a young girl I didn't care who you were you could have been a police a president of the United States if you told me what to do I would and I don't want to do it I would not do it so I think for me I wanted to take on the challenge and I really wanted to grow in this area so I think that's what really drew me to this as Rachel K you're gonna grow you're gonna take on this challenge and let's see what happens <laughs> oh wow wow yeah I love it I think you know that's a, probably a good place for us to take a quick pause and just to think about that the challenge of caring for traumatized girls but also their own board and when we come back we're going to talk a little bit about you know what has that looked like and how have you know what have we have observed in some of the girls that we've been supporting and and uh, what have we learned uh, what are some of the things that you're walking away from your aha moments and going oh wow this is what I expected or maybe this is something I didn't expect so we'll come right back and thanks so much Rachel and we'll be right back thanks for listening to Love Never Fails Radio For more information on this program, visit loveneverfailsus.com. That's loveneverfailsus.com. We'll be right back with more right after these messages. Trash bills weighing you down? At Case Industries, we specialize in lowering waste costs and providing trash consolidation and compaction services for multifamily properties, condos, and commercial shopping centers. Let us help you reduce operating expenses and increase property NOI. Case Industries, saving the planet, saving you money. Contact us today for a property trash and recycling assessment online at caseindustries.us or call 510-566-4223. That's caseindustries.us or call 510-566-4223. Case Industries, the property manager's friend. Hi, I'm Sandra Herrera, CEO of Case Industries. I've found that many employers are looking for ways to help the community but don't know how. I encourage you to consider supporting Love Never Fails as a corporate sponsor. Love Never Fails offers all the resources necessary to help young women and men overcome the trauma of exploitation and abuse. And that's why I'm proud to have Case Industries supporting Love Never Fails Radio. Welcome back to Love Never Fails Radio, where you are invited to turn your compassion into action and love those in your midst. Now, here's the host of Love Never Fails Radio, Vanessa Russell. 
And welcome back to Love Never Fails Radio. We are in the studio today with Rachel Blanco. Rachel is the program manager for the I Am Youth Art House. And uh, she is currently studying Christian psychology at Chabot. And uh, she has also directed and pioneered a recovery home through Victory Outreach previous to coming on to... Uh, Love Never Fails, and um, actually, I'm sorry, she's at Cal State East Bay, so uh, I, I got that mixed up. But yeah, she's uh, she's pursuing, the, uh, you know, this Christian clinical perspective on how to care for traumatized people, and and this is, I think, it's it's uh, you know directly aligned with what you're studying. And I know you just started back into your classes here and in your new semester. Um, Tell us about, so, so that, you know, just for the listening audience, our home is one that infuses uh, art with uh, education, with, um, uh, you know, developing your spiritual health, you know, uh, reflecting on your, your, your needs with, with your, with the Lord, you know, reading the word, praying and um, taking different kinds of classes, reading different kinds of books to kind of get different perspectives on the trauma that you've been through. And then just learning how to be a kid and have fun, take walks, go to youth events, go, you know, go and have fun, go to the park. And some of those things might seem like no brainers, but Oftentimes, we find that the youth that we're serving have come away from just being children, just being 13-year-olds, just being, four, you know, 15, 16-year-olds, and they, they, they were, they're already worried about how to operate like an adult. And so, you know, thinking a little bit about that, Rachel, and, you know, where you, you know, come from in serving um, women, and now you're with the children how has that been for you? How have you dealt with this sort of mix of services that we have? And how do you, what are your aha moments and things that you are kind of um, surprised and that you've observed along the way? I think one thing that's really awesome that Love Never Fails um, does is, and I feel like you do well, is the team concept. Um, I think it's awesome that there is a team concept and that not one person has to play so many roles, right? Because then you get burnt out. So I love that you, um, yeah, that you guys are able to do that. That's something that I've personally kind of had to adjust to even and in uh, learning people's roles. Um, but I, I really love that. And I feel like you could take that uh, with you anywhere you go, any job, right? You're always going to have to deal with people. And I'd say in regards to dealing with youth or excuse me, with women and then now youth, um, I actually, which is kind of crazy, it hasn't seemed too different to me. I think the reason is because I feel like the 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 magic pill is like love. I'm not saying like you just love them and they're going to act right. I'm not saying that. But I feel like what what they need, women, children, whoever, it's they need love. When they're rebellious, love, right? When they want to be firecrackers, love. Because I just remember growing up as well and um my mother me and her like opposite um and I was a little firecracker but I remember she never treated me how I treated her when I was disrespectful just things I should have never have done she always um like combated my rebellious behavior with love and it worked so it's crazy because even though right there's such a difference in age 
Um, it's like love is universal. Um, young, old, man, woman. I just feel like love really is. It's, it's the answer. It's a large portion of what this population um, needs and really genuinely caring for them. Um, no matter whether they're young or old. So I think that's awesome because I actually thought there would be such a huge difference in working with women opposed to youth, but it's weird because I'm like, they're like little women. It's like, you need love. You need a hug. Just the other, uh, the other day, a girl, she's crying to me and I said, do you need a hug? And she's like, yes, I do. So it's like the same. They need love, right? Nurture. Yeah. Whether yeah. whether teen or whether a woman, so that's actually something that's really surprised me. Um, that there wasn't, I haven't seen yet that much of a difference because I feel like that component is love, no matter how old, no matter who you are, it's love. Yes, yes, yes. I, you know, it's funny. I have observed that a hug. I just just this last Sunday, um, there was a woman standing next to me in church, and we didn't say much. But I just hugged her, and I've been told before that my hugs um, have like a healing. <laughs> kind of kind of funny. That's that's funny. So I try to tell my kids, "Give me a hug." I have a healing anointing. But anyway, that's another <laughs> topic. But uh, <laughs> I'll hug the light body if you don't talk about it. But anyway, kind of annoying. But no, I I just hugged her. And she uh, began to weep and cry, and we didn't say much. Yeah. But, you know, I had my mask on, everybody's listening, and, you know, so I did do that. But, uh, you know, I hugged her tight, and, of course, I prayed for her after that. But, you know, she just cried and cried and cried. Sometimes that hug is, you know, and so so what is that? When you say you, they just need love, what does that look like? Like, what does love look like? We just said it can look like a hug. What else? What are some other ways that you can express? I would say, yeah, uh, like touch a hug. Um, I would also say uh, verbal telling them that you love them, even um, giving them compliments. I think that's really important. Um, also, I would say uh, encouraging them. And it's crazy as this sounds too, is I'll even say being a little stern. Because I thought yeah. myself, hey, you ain't going to talk like that, right? But it's like, yeah. I know, like one of the girls in particular, I think of that she knows that I love her. So I, mm-hmm. we're talking about something and I said, you may be mad at me now, but that's all right. Because you know that I, I love you. So you'll get over it in a couple of minutes. So yeah. I even think like with that, like, but a mix, you're not just going to be stern yeah. or giving whoopings. 24 yeah. 7 but that mix and I feel like even with that it's like oh my god Rachel does love me she cares right she's putting her foot down so I feel like even that as well sometimes that correction that um, stern correction they need um, is also it, it exemplifies love like I said verbal physical I would say even spending time with them I know that's my love language is um, yeah. personal quality time and even finding out that I think even the girls in our house too they took in the love language test so even just being aware um of that how people uh oh, so cool. loved. yeah oh my gosh that's a great thing for them to do is to take yeah. their love language test. that's huh? so important to spend some time reflecting on who you are and you know one thing that just strikes me as you said that is um a lot of the time especially with children 
but it's with adults too. Um, when they've been trafficked, um, one of the tactics that are used to brainwash them is to um, really remove their personal preferences and their uh, they, their identity. They don't know what they like. They don't like where you know what makes them feel comfortable or comfortable because they've had to um, deny. Uh, their own feelings for so long in order to endure the circumstances that they went through. So they, they, a lot of what they're doing when they're in our program is coming back into touch with who they are as individuals, you know, what they like, what they don't like. And so for you to administer a love language test is like really, really cool because it's like saying to them, like you have your unique feelings and emotions and wants and desires and it's okay it's okay to have that you don't have to do what I say do or think how I think you know um which actually brings up a, an important topic so you know um I get these, these kinds of questions all the time about you know okay you're running homes where people are doing you know they're praying opening up with prayer closing with prayer um you know uh Go, you know, reading their Bible and you know things like that. Um, doing devotionals. You know, what do you, what are your, what are your thoughts on instances where somebody's like, you know what, I don't want to do that today. I don't feel like, you know, praying today. How, how do you handle that? I think um, what I've personally done is um, mm-hmm. I think encourage, encourage them. You're not going to force them, but I also feel like um, our example is a lot. Um, just mm-hmm. like I had mentioned, um, the situation with the girl who's crying to me and she asked me, Hey, Rachel, why she was crying. Can you pray for me? I didn't ask her. I didn't even honestly think of that. I was just in the moment, but she asked me and that just proved to me that I have influenced her life, that I have influence in her life. And I said, wow, just a couple of times. Maybe I've asked her like three, hey, do you want to pray? But just those three times it made such an impact that now she's asking me. So I feel like, um, yeah, example is, is a big thing. Them. Um, there's even one time I came in here. Uh, it was when we had double scrub, and I and I forgot the girls were in their room. One of them was here, and I turned on my worship music, and I was gonna start praying. So, and I, but she came out here, and I forgot we had it. Uh, we ended up having to do something, but just little things like that, um, I feel like makes such a, a big impact, and I think just. Um, encouraging them too and not forcing it on them because even growing up um, something else I grew up in church very rebellious but I just remember my mom's example I remember waking up I remember seeing her by the couch with a cup of coffee praying like these things stand out in my mind so I think it's just huge being the example um, encouraging and even just um, trusting God that, that they'll have their own uh, encounter with him. Because even one of the girls, too, uh, uh, recently she had an encounter. She had an encounter with God. And I believe that she, she won't forget that, that it was her first mm-hmm. encounter as a young girl where there's no way that the person talking to her would have known what he did unless it was the spirit of God that revealed it to him. So I think that to those encounters, encouragement, um, being an example and just even hearing them out, 
to see what they have to say. Um, another example too, there was a girl and she had did some drawings and I just asked her, I said, what are these drawings? Like, what do they mean to you? Um, and just listening, listening out and not like just being harsh, but really seeing what they have to say and coming in that with love. Amen. Well, you know, and, and, and I love that, you know, there's a willingness to just listen and to meet them where they are and to be be a light, you know, be a comforting, safe light that can be asked to pray when they're ready. I love that. And I think that is a demonstration of love as well, because love doesn't force itself on of somebody. It doesn't say you must, you know, even even God tells us, um, come to me. He invites us. He, yeah. he like he's you know Holy Spirit is a gentleman. Holy Spirit says, "Don't do that. Come here. I love you. Uh, you know I have these plans for you." He doesn't force us. He doesn't say, "Oh, you're a loser or you're horrible because you don't do this and that." It's not that's you know that's not the way he operates. He he speaks lovingly to us even when we're in the wrong, and so. Um, I love that um, you guys are demonstrating that. All right, we're going to take a quick break. We're going to come back. We're going to talk some more about different activities that are going on in the house and what we're seeing from an industry standpoint, what's going on in the greater you know, uh, world as it relates to um, caring for and, and serving survivors, uh, ch- children who have survived human trafficking. Um, we'll come right back. And thank you for listening to Love Never Fails Radio. To join in the fight for love, visit loveneverfailsus.com. Don't go away. Love Never Fails Radio will return right after these messages from our sponsors. This is Dr. Miluna Fausch. I am honored to serve on the advisory board of Love Never Fails, where each voice matters as lives are restored. Thank you for your support. Let's face it, you are making a pitch for something every day. Your verbal communication skills are the key to your professional and personal success. My company, Pitch Perfect Presentations, trains executives, management teams, and startups in delivering consistent, effective, engaging presentations to today's diverse audiences to rev up sales, attract clients and fans, and secure funding. Visit PitchPerfectPresentations.com to schedule your complimentary strategy call with me today. That's PitchPerfectPresentations.com, PitchPerfectPresentations.com. Welcome back to Love Never Fails Radio, where you are invited to turn your compassion into action and love those in your midst. Now, here's the host of Love Never Fails Radio, Vanessa Russell. Welcome back to Love Never Fails Radio. We, again, are in the studio today with Rachel Blanco, who is the program manager of the IM Youth Art House. And we are currently providing housing to up to four girls at a time, ages 13 to 17, that um, are high risk or and or have been uh, trafficked. And, um, of course, our... Focus. Uh, it is a 12-month program. The focus is to um, provide, help them to have a safe place for healing um, and find safety, and then, of course, to reunify with their families. And I want to say that this is a pre 
this is a foster care prevention or diversion program. So the idea is that we want to be the safe place that children can come to before they are taken by foster care. And why is that significant? Because oftentimes what happens is the first time that you're trafficked, um, it, maybe you, you know, were tricked online to go meet somebody. Um, you meet them and they sexually assault you and they put you out for sale. And you are gone from your family for a month. And you had no idea what you were getting into. This is a very, this is very common. You had no idea as a child that that's what you were going to get snared in. Now, some children have uh, more vulnerability, higher vulnerability, and they're like, oh, well, I'm going to go do this with my cousin or my, you know, my brother's friend, and it's not going to be as bad as I think. They maybe have the wrong perception and of how it's going to be. But in any case, they end up being involved in this for a couple weeks, a month, and then they are intercepted by, let's say, the police, by an advocacy group, maybe by their parents. Maybe they decide they want to come back home and they're able to break free. They come home and the parents don't know what to do with them. They've been trafficked. They've been highly traumatized. You know, if you think about being trafficked, we're talking about sleeping with between 9 and 20 people a day. Um, doing different sexual favors for nine and 20 people a day, and you're 13. You know, you think about the psychological damage that that poor child has endured, you know, and and they come back to their parents, and their parents oftentimes were single parents. There were parents that are bereaved. There are parents that are going through illnesses, sometimes parents that are going through some kind of addiction. It's a variety of different things that might be in play that cause their parents to be vulnerable, their family to be vulnerable and easy to prey upon. And sometimes, you know, I've had girls uh, that have been trafficked that had two parents that were law enforcement, you know, they were, both parents were there. Um, and the child just felt like she didn't connect with her parents. I was just, I'm just different than them. And that's where an exploiter came in. So it doesn't always have to be that you're, you know, you're poor or, that you don't have your parents. There's just something going on in the house, a dynamic that someone comes and prays upon. And what we want to do is have a house where we can intervene before the traffickers get a full grasp on that child. And we also want to support the parents because we believe that it's not the parent's fault that their child got trafficked. It's not the child's fault. And they all, the whole family system needs to be supported and loved on. And so what has happened is we provide counseling for the parents. We provide unification, reunification coaching for the parents. We provide these rich services, the art therapy, the, the dance, the, the, and we actually haven't started the dance yet, but we do have a dance uh, program that they can go to. Um, we provide, you know, tech classes and, um, we provide um, youth outings and things of that nature, um, and then educational supports. We have a tutor that can come in and work with us, with and counselors and different resources that come in to support the youth and the parents. And so, just wanted everyone to kind of get a picture of that. And so, Rachel, just thinking a little bit about, um, you know, the kind. So, 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 
I know you're fairly new to the team, but, you know, we had a couple of girls that came into our program that were in, in foster care mm-hmm. and um, they didn't stay for very long. Although I was told by the case social worker um, that the one girl that we received um, that was in foster care, she stayed with us for 30 days. And she said that that was the longest she had ever stayed with any, any program. Yeah. Um, but tell me, you know, Given where the, our girls are, which is this pre-foster care, where they're still with their families, mm-hmm. tell me, um, how, do you, how do you see um, them, you know, their openness to receiving what we have for them? Do they, you know, do you feel like it makes a difference, the fact that we're intervening, doing early intervention, or um, do you think that it would be different if they were more further indoctrinated in it? How, how do you feel that, you know, our approach as an early intervention program is making an impact? Yeah, I think it's awesome. I think something that plays a big part in that um, is even the relationships um, that they build here with the staff, with the program manager, just knowing um, that people love them, uh, that they're cared for um, and that they're important. And um, I think it's so important to always remind them that. And also, like she said, everything, too, um, that we offer um, as a house. I think it's so awesome because it's like, where else are you going to get all this stuff for almost free? Like, where else? Where else are you going to get it? So I think that so awesome, the different components, um, like the art or um, going on different spontaneous outings, going to church. I think that that shows that we care about them. We want what's um, and we want what's best for them as well. Yeah, well, I couldn't agree more. And I am, you know, we're still obviously new at this. Uh, we're trying to fine tune everything, but I feel like we've made a lot of um, really important changes with the input of the parents that have been um, entrusted us with their children and also with our our, our family reunification coach, which we've, we've partnered with Soldier Solutions, and then our case manager, which we've partnered with um, Turntable Housing for that. And um, and then we have uh, Yancey, uh, Will Yancey, Pastor Will Yancey, and his wife, uh, Dr. Uh, Jackie Yancey, are doing amazing work with Triumph Education, um, helping on the counseling end for the parents. It's just a team effort um, across the board. Like you said earlier, team, go mm-hmm. team, go team. So let's let, we're going to take a quick break. Um, we're going to come back. I want to hear from you, Rachel, as you think into the future, I want to dream a little bit, you know, what mm-hmm. do you think, what do you see for the future for mm-hmm. this program and for the girls that we're serving and the families that we're serving? Um, what's your heart's desire as the program manager and where do you, where do you see uh, us heading? So we'll be right back and thank mm-hmm. you for listening to Love Never Fails Radio. For more information on this program, visit loveneverfailsus.com. That's loveneverfailsus.com. We'll be right back with more right after these messages. Trash bills weighing you down? At Case Industries, we specialize in lowering waste costs and providing trash consolidation and compaction services for multifamily properties, condos, and commercial shopping centers. Let us help you reduce operating expenses and increase property NOI. 
Case Industries, saving the planet, saving you money. Contact us today for a property trash and recycling assessment online at caseindustries.us or call 510-566-4223. That's caseindustries.us or call 510-566-4223. Case Industries, the property manager's friend. Hi, I'm Sandra Herrera, CEO of Case Industries. I've found that many employers are looking for ways to help the community but don't know how. I encourage you to consider supporting Love Never Fails as a corporate sponsor. Love Never Fails offers all the resources necessary to help young women and men overcome the trauma of exploitation and abuse. And that's why I'm proud to have Case Industries supporting Love Never Fails Radio. Welcome back to Love Never Fails Radio, where you are invited to turn your compassion into action and love those in your midst. Now here's the host of Love Never Fails Radio, Vanessa Russell. And welcome back to Love Never Fails Radio. We again are in the studio today with Rachel Blanco, who is our program manager for our I Am Youth Art House. And we're just going to talk a little bit about where we headed. So, you know, right now we have how many girls in the program? We have two. And what, you know, based on what you are seeing and, and what we've learned, yeah. where do you think we're headed? Well, right now we have two. We could technically uh, fit four, but even some things that have crossed my mind is you could actually fit more if you put bunk beds in the room. So I feel like even as we write as a staff, as a team, as we become stronger, as we uh, have better communication and as we get sharper, uh, I really, uh, it's my desire to be effective. That's one thing. It's my desire uh, to be fruitful um, in, in what we do um, and really make an impact in the lives of the girls and also making sure that they really do have an encounter with God because it's not a man um, that's able to change people. It's the spirit of God. So even allowing him to use us. But I see um, more than four girls. I was thinking about that maybe a couple of weeks ago, but the thought has popped in my head. But even putting bunk beds in the room um, and adding more girls. And I think it would be awesome too to even see these girls once they graduate um to even come back and uh, share their testimony with other young girls um, that are going to be in the program. But yeah, it is my desire to be fruitful, um, to be effective and to be a strong team and uh, just to be passionate about what we do. That's, that's my desire and that these girls would really have an encounter uh, with the spirit of God because it's God. It's the Holy spirit who changes. It's not us. Amen. Amen. Yeah. Yeah. It's been amazing to watch the transformation of some of the young ladies. Um, even ones like I, um, we had a situation where um, we had someone who's from the medical field, I'll just say, um, say some things about, well, you know, about our program. You know, they said, well, you, you need to be doing this and you need to be doing that. You need to be doing that. And, um, and I, you know, I went away from that meeting feeling a little deflated, like, oh man, you know, we're not doing a good enough job. Mm -hmm. And then within, and they were doing all those things for that person, for that child. And, uh, and within a couple of days, that child had all kinds of problems under their care. And, um, and I just thought, because 
they're not getting any God over there. They're not getting any, they're not getting prayed over. They're not getting, you know, they're not getting, they're not getting the Lord over there. They're just getting clinical. And you, you know, you know me, I'm not, I'm not opposed to clinical. I, 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 I think clinical, you're pursuing, you know, clinical psychology. I think it's important. This is what I say to my husband. I use clinical to uncover the problem. Mm. And I look to God to solve it. Yeah. You know, he's the one with the solution. He's the one with the answer. Uh, The clinical reveals how the organ works, how the brain works, how the, how the, how the, you know, how you might perceive a certain situation and, 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 you know, how trauma, you know, what happens with the glands in your body and your brain. That's what the clinical helps us understand. Doesn't help us solve it. Mm. And, um, you know, some people might argue with me, oh, well, you know, this medicine and that medicine might solve it. Well, those medicines, they help you cope with it. Yeah, yeah. They help you maintain it. They help you, but they don't help you fix it. They don't help you solve it. Yeah, get to the root of it. They don't help you get to the root of the issue. It just covers it up like a band-aid. Correct. Yeah. Yeah. So my prayer before God is that the youth would see tremendous breakthrough. Yeah. And people would go, what happened? Like this person, we thought they were, they were a lost cop. Mm. They were a done deal. We had had five different diagnoses on this person and, and this child, and this child is not going to be able to do anything with themselves. And now here they come doing big things Mm -hmm. for the Lord. So I'm just that crazy. Are you you're just that crazy too, huh, Rachel? Yeah, I agree. I, I've even heard <laughs> testimonies, right, of men or women who pay thousands, hundreds or I wouldn't say hundreds, maybe somewhere, hundreds of thousands, thousands of dollars, large sums of money uh, to go to these places, these rehab homes where they, they come back or they leave, they relapse. But it's like, my gosh, right? It's really, it's the power of God that really is able uh, to change us. So, yeah, I yes. amen. Yeah. And then, you know, and then the other piece that I really love that I feel like you're bringing in is the fun factor. And that's like, you know, there's just something about the joy, the joy and safety, you know, when you're safe and you can just go to a park and just mm-hmm. enjoy running around or um I know that we're talking about going to Santa Cruz soon, um, and there's a hope to do that very soon. And and uh, I think we were we didn't end up going to Great America, right? We wanted to go, but we didn't end up going. So it's outings like that. But you know, uh, we did do a we did the therapeutic camp, correct? Did yeah, we do that? yeah. So um, and it's it's. You know, just having the opportunity to go do things like yeah. that in community with other youth and have some normalcy return to their lives, I think is another important piece that um, I don't want to um, I don't want to forget because, um, you know, it's so easy to and some of their behaviors that you feel like they're an adult sometimes. Yeah. Right? You forget. Wait yeah. a minute, this person's 13. Yeah. Um, I need to let them be 13 right now. Um, so, well, awesome. So I wanted you to share with the listening audience also that um, we are in a time of need. Uh, we have, uh, we did a bunch of fundraising to open up the home in August. 
and of 2020, and we are almost uh, down to the wire with uh, with uh, our funding for our youth home. Um, we we have a couple people kind enough. Uh, Cornerstone Church has been kind enough to support us, offer some additional support. East Town Church has also stepped in to offer us some additional support. Um, and um, I just want to thank you guys from the bottom of my heart for um, being there for us. Um, but we are in a time of need, and we are asking if you feel led to support this youth home, um, please join us, uh, so into the home. Um, we do not receive government funding for this home. Um, again, it's pre-foster care, so we don't qualify. Um, and But we feel really strongly that we don't want to become a foster care home. We want to stay uh, as a pre-foster care home so that we can receive the uh, girls before they go into foster care and divert them from foster care, them and their parents, and get them their much-needed care. So I want to thank them. I want to thank New Day for children as well. Um, and just the variety of people that have given us insight, education, lent their resources to us, loved on our girls and our staff. We couldn't thank you enough. All right, we're going to take a break. Um, when I come back, I'll um, share a few events that are going on in our community. And thank you for listening to Love Never Fails Radio. To join in the fight for love, visit loveneverfailsus.com. Don't go away. Love Never Fails Radio will return right after these messages from our sponsors. This is Dr. Miluna Fausch. I am honored to serve on the advisory board of Love Never Fails, where each voice matters as lives are restored. Thank you for your support. Let's face it, you are making a pitch for something every day. Your verbal communication skills are the key to your professional and personal success. My company, Pitch Perfect Presentations, trains executives, management teams, and startups in delivering consistent, effective, engaging presentations to today's diverse audiences to rev up sales, attract clients and fans, and secure funding. Visit PitchPerfectPresentations.com to schedule your complimentary strategy call with me today. That's PitchPerfectPresentations.com, PitchPerfectPresentations.com. Welcome back to Love Never Fails Radio, where you are invited to turn your compassion into action and love those in your midst. Now here's the host of Love Never Fails Radio, Vanessa Russell. And welcome back to Love Never Failed Radio. We again have been in the studio with Rachel Blanco, who is our program manager for our I Am Youth Art House. We're so grateful to have you on the show. Rachel, thanks for being here. Thank you. Yeah, thank you, thank you. And thanks to your staff. I want to give a shout out to uh, Fable and Kim and Adelia and Queenie and Michelle yes. and... Who else? Yvette? Uh, yeah. Annette? They're yep. Who else? Am I that's it. One? Nope, that's it. Okay. Thank you. Thank you, guys. You're the best, yes. best, best, best team we could ask for. And um, I just love the diversity of skills and experiences that you bring to the table. The ethnic diversity. They're all women. Sorry. So there's just <laughs> gender diversity. But, um but yeah, we we are so grateful for you guys and um, all of the 
heart and love and just everything, every part of you that you put forward. Mm-hmm. Um, so thank you. And thank you to you, Rachel, for stepping into this new role. We'll be praying for you as yeah. you continue to move forward in your, uh-huh. your new vision, your new yeah. vision for growth. Yes. Um, Again, if you would like to support this ministry, you can do so by going to our website, which is loveneverfailsus.com forward slash donate. And there you will see you can become a member and you can give on a recurring basis or you can give on a one-time basis at the loveneverfailsus.com forward slash donate. Also want to encourage you to um, do a few things. Number one, we're going to be starting our new IT Biz cohort. We have 63 students that are getting ready to graduate at the end of October and we're already looking at uh, a bunch of different positions for them. So we're super excited about that. Um, if you're interested in entering into the 2021, um, 2022 rather cohort, you can sign up today at love never it biz. Also, if you would like to inquire about our women's home, our men's home, or our children's home, you can reach out uh, to, uh, first of all, you can go onto our website and there are brochures there that kind of explain our program in detail. And that's at loveneverfailsus.com forward slash housing. But you can also reach out to Ilani, our services manager, and uh, definitely wanted to shout her out. Hi, Ilani. Mm-hmm. Um, and you can reach her at 307-213-9105 or Ilani, E-L-I-N-I, E-L-A-N-I at com. She is the front door to our housing program. So please do reach out. Um, also want to encourage you, we are going to be um, at the uh, our outdoor. So we're going to be moving in two weeks. We're actually going to move to once a month outdoor store at, uh, still at the same location at New Hope, which is 22110 Montgomery Street on Saturdays from 1 to 7 p.m. But we're going to be moving to one, one, um, one outdoor store a month rather than every Saturday. And we're going to be doing that in a couple of weeks. And so in the meantime, Please do get out there this Saturday. Um, uh, if you're listening to the show, uh, you're listening, you can jump in your car right as, as it finishes up and drive on over there. They're open until 7. And then um, you can come in on September the 11th as well. We'll be out there. Um, and then we'll be moving to one month, once a month on the first Saturdays of the month. And so want to just uh, thank Hannah and uh, the rest of the team for um, helping out there, Josh and Gilbert and Tiffany, uh, so many people who volunteer over there to make that outdoor community store work, and Heidi as well um, for her consultancy that she provides to Hannah in providing that store as well as Kiki. There's just a bunch of folks that are working on that project, so thank you guys so much. Please do support this uh, this social enterprise, survivor-led social enterprise, so powerful. You can also patronize our store by going to store.loveneverfailsus.com. And of course, um, want to encourage you to just stay in the loop on what we're doing with SB 357. We're continuing to press against it, to oppose it. And you can find out more about that at loveneverfailsus.com forward slash SB 357. 
Unfortunately, it did pass the Assembly Appropriations Committee last Friday, um, and the amendments were uh, voted on today um, and uh, or yesterday, rather. And um, and it is going to be voted on by the Senate because there were amendments. Uh, We really need your help to call your assembly members and your senators to let them know that you oppose SB 357. Um, And then also take a look at SB 519 as well, trying to legalize. Uh, psychedelic drugs. SB 357, legalizing loitering for the purposes of prostitution. SB 519, legalizing psychedelic drugs. You want to pay attention to these bills. Please, please, please. All right. Well, um, if you um, want to learn more about anything else that we're we're doing, you can go to our website, loveneverfailsus.com, our Facebook page, Love Never Fails fan page, Twitter, Love Never Fails 5, and Instagram love never fails us all right uh lots of ways to connect with us but uh before we go if you want to hear if you need to hear it again uh or if you haven't heard it before we want to make sure that you know that you are loved thanks for joining us this week on love never fails radio we trust that you've been inspired by these stories of hope and love and that you'll accept our challenge to get involved by contacting us at loveneverfailsus.com, by liking and sharing our Facebook page, Facebook slash Love Never Fails Radio, or by making a contribution directly to Love Never Fails. This program is the broadcast outreach of Love Never Fails, which is a donor-supported nonprofit ministry that Vanessa founded as a way of directly impacting the lives of young people who are trapped in or at risk of becoming involved in human trafficking. This broadcast needs your involvement and support. To find out more, simply go to loveneverfailsus.com and click on the radio show link. Today's program was brought to you in part by Case Industries, as well as supporters from Faith Fellowship, New Hope Christian Fellowship, and the International Church of the Foursquare Gospel. On behalf of Vanessa and the whole team at Love Never Fails, thank you for listening, and thank you even more for committing to turn your compassion into action and love those in your midst. General Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.